Hello, and welcome to another Soup Kitchen podcast. I'm Dick Syatt. You know, in this podcast, we meet all sorts of interesting people that have a connection to the Soup Kitchen of Boynton Beach. You're about to meet a phenomenal lady, Jill Webb. And Jill, along with her husband, Paris, are deeply involved in the Soup Kitchen, and you'll hear all about it. So uh, pour yourself a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy Jill Webb. Jill, Marlene, who you know, the CEO of the Soup Kitchen, um, you know, will recommend certain people, you know, to be featured on the podcast. And the first person, the very first person that she recommended was you. She spoke very highly of you and and your husband, Paris. And so let's get to know you a little bit. Are you in Paris uh, uh, from this area or are you like a lot of other people you came from up north? So um, I was born and raised in Florida. I am a true Floridian, which is unheard of for people my age. We're going to have to flag the podcast, authentic Floridian (laughs) on this podcast. Go ahead. Absolutely. Uh, my husband is originally from Virginia, Paris. Um, he moved down here for law school. So, and then um, we met in 2006 on Match.com. So, um, we got married in 2010 and had two beautiful children um, and uh, still going strong. So, uh, that's us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, you told me uh, earlier that your kids are like, you know, eight and 10 or 10 and 12 or whatever. Yes. Yes. And, and, and so, um, uh, you got a lot, you got a, a lot on your plate, I, I bet. Yeah. My son, Robert is 10. Um, and my daughter, Catherine is seven. Um, they go to Sunset Palms Elementary where I'm very active with the PTA. Um, they're also very active with sports. I am a Uber driver from 3 PM to 8 PM at night, driving them <laughs> to different sports. Uh, my son just got his second degree in black belt after five years of training. So we're very wow. proud of him. Yep. Second degree in black second belt. Degree. That's fabulous. He started when he was five years old. It was a big accomplishment. Um, he actually um, has been taking Taekwondo for five years at the Taekwondo uh, studio in the Canyon Boynton Beach Shopping Center. So uh, we're very proud of him. Uh, in addition, he plays basketball right now at the YMCA in West Boynton. And my daughter stays very busy. She also does dance um, at That's Dancing in Lake Worth. Jill, I can't hear you. Are you there? I can now. Okay. And as I was saying, my daughter stays active with dance and soccer. Um, and then we go to St. Matthew's Church. My daughter will be making her Holy Communion in May. So we got a lot going on. Um, I work for Paris's law firm. So um, I left corporate accounting after my daughter was born. Uh, I did corporate accounting for over 20 years, an auditor, corporate accountant, cost accountant, you name it. Now I focus on the law firm's um, accounts receivable, accounts payable, payroll, human resources. I wear many hats at the firm. And uh, as you said, well, if I could speak, I would ask the question, 
Um, so accounting, you know, that's a big part of your life. You mentioned that you're from Florida. Yeah. Uh, a- anything, uh, what things do you and now Paris and your kids enjoy doing in this area? What, what do you like? Because uh, being an authentic Floridian, you know the best places. Yeah, so being a Floridian, um, you know, uh, we stay pretty active, of course, with the kids' sports, but we love our uh, beach days. We have a little beach house in uh, Jupiter, Florida, that we go to on three-day weekends and summer and also, you know, spring break. Um, Now, post-COVID world, uh, we've been enjoying traveling. We do cruises, and this weekend we're going to Universal Studios for – uh, the weekend. So we're looking forward to that. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I, I've never brought this up on a podcast before, but you mentioned going to Universal Studios. I was a, a huge fan of Disney and, and took my, uh, my wife and kids to Disney World at least once, but sometimes twice a year, every year. And when the boys were, you know, 16 and 18, they, they walked up to me and in, in, in uh, 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 in front of the the, uh, the Tower of Terror, and said, "Dad, can we not come here anymore?" <laughs> so it just made me laugh. I don't know how many other parents got asked to not go back to Disney, but I took them a, a few many times. Yeah, well, being a Floridian, um, I went every year with my family, my parents, um, and of course, when uh, I got married, now we try to make the tradition with our kids. Um, you know, whether it's Disney World or and this is the first time we're taking them to Universal because Universal has a lot of the big roller coasters and stuff. Um, right. So we're taking uh, my brother-in-law and his wife because they're more uh, adrenaline junkies. I think after 40, you don't really want to ride the Hulk, <laughs> but that's just my opinion. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah so. A- a- absolutely. So, so tell me now so you, you got married to paris and you left the corporate world and you're working his law firm you got two kids you're an uber driver yep how do you get so what was how did you get introduced to the soup kitchen so um i live in equus and um we started to do a lot of um coordinating pickups um to come to our community we would have all the neighbors put their donated items in their driveway and I got to know Enrique back in the day I think it was around 2015 um and so um he would come to my house and you know he was such a great personality full of life yes Um, and I was the social director for about four or five years in Aquis so we would coordinate um you know donations for the Santa drive in December and the turkey drive in November um, and it was such a, you know, great event and, um, going to the soup kitchen and actually seeing things firsthand and, you know, seeing the moms on Fridays that need diapers in line with their babies and seeing people, um, you know, the week of Thanksgiving, picking up turkeys for their family, you know, you really feel, um, like you're doing good. And, um, the soup kitchen is located directly across the street from my kid's school. So, you know, I think that's another thing. Um, I've donated clothes there and actually have seen little girls wearing my daughter's clothes. It really touches me. And I feel like, you know, um, my, you know, my husband and I, you know, we're very grateful. We, we have a very, you know, uh, successful life. And I feel like it's, 
you know, a lot of these people in this area, these communities in the canyons and Equus, and I feel like we all are grateful and we, we should give back. And the soup kitchen being right here in our community is a great avenue for that. So, like I said, being on the Equus Social Committee director, I was You cut out again, uh, Jill. Jill? I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So, okay. So like I was saying, being on the social committee in Equus, um, I really got to know um, the folks at the soup kitchen, uh, Marlene and Dimitris, and of course, Enrique, you know, may he rest in peace. Um, and we really, um, you know, started something. Uh, our first year in Equus that we did the um, toy drive, I think we had over 800 toys. Um, for the soup kitchen. So, and, and Equus still, we still do this every year. Um, so now I also started having my family volunteer. Uh, my son, when he was nine years old, volunteered for the first time with my husband. And I really think it's important for, you know, uh, especially the kids to stay humble and realize that there's people in the community that need help. There's, you know, um, there's kids that, you know, need help that don't have, you know, the food and the school supplies. Um, my little one is a little young, so I do things at home for the soup kitchen. For example, um, before this year's school year, I went and bought a bunch of like crayons and pencils and pencil cases. And I had my kids and my niece and nephew all come over and we filled about a hundred, um, pencil boxes for the soup kitchen. We bought backpacks and what have you. So my kids see what's going on. They see that, hey, mom is giving to others. So they know that that's what we're supposed to do if we can. Um, we did Mother's Day baskets at my house. We did Father's Day little toiletry, little baggies. You know, so I'm constantly trying to get my kids to realize that, you know, if God, you know, if, if you are fortunate to help others, that's the way you can do it. And, you know, it's one thing that I try to encourage in the community. I'm always posting on Facebook pages and Equus and different communities, Sunset Palms. Um, and I'm very excited to say that I just got approval for a diaper drive um, in early next year for Sunset Palms to participate in. So I'm super excited because, you know, you have to go through the proper channels to get something like that approved at an elementary school. So super excited that we can, um, you know, start having the school right across the street start helping the soup kitchen. Um how inspiring, how excellent, you know, what when you were talking about your kids, and particularly your daughter who's young, but you're, you know, she sees what you're doing at home and she sees, you know, that they observe. And it makes me think about all those years uh, you'd, people would say, you know, they should te teach you how to balance a checkbook at school. Oh, they, should they should teach you how to, you know, do a minor repair on your car in school so that you're prepared for later on. And I can't think of a better quality trait to pass along to your kids than to at least be have your eyes open to the, the possibilities and the needs and be compassionate. And, and it, it just uh, fills my heart uh, that, that you're passing that along. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. 
I think that um, the educators do an excellent job with our, you know, kids these days, but I think it's still very important that their value system and what's important in life comes from, you know, the parents. And um, like I said, you know, I, I feel like if you're in a situation where you can help others, you, you got to show your kids that you're on board because they're going to learn from, you know, your example. You know, you can't just say things in hypothetical like, oh, yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to do this. You have to show them that this is what we're doing. Thanksgiving week, my kids, um, my niece, my nephew, my husband and I, we will be at that soup kitchen volunteering our time on Monday and Tuesday to help give out turkeys and collect turkeys. So um, my kids already know that's happening. You know, they're going to skip camp and they're going to help out the soup kitchen. Because I feel like, you know, we've been very blessed with life. And, um, you know, now it's time to show, you know, that we can help others. So, so let me ask you, um, uh, you, you, you know, you, you have, it, just in, in talking, you, you've highlighted most, if not all, of the, between the diaper drive and the food. And so uh, I current, I, I've been uh, delivering meals on wheels, you know, the, the meals to the homebound seniors for about over three years or maybe even four now and and that's my favorite i've done some other things and of course i love being in the kitchen everyone's so friendly and it's a blast and and all that but i I, my favorite is delivering do you have a favorite position you know uh, uh, at the soup kitchen what's your favorite thing to do if you could just pick one what would you what do you most like to do so because my daughter is still kind of young, it's been hard for the whole family to go to events. So, but this year we're going to try, but I think my favorite is the diaper drive. Um, the other day, my husband came home from a meeting saying they had no diapers for the following Friday. So I went and got 16 cases of diapers and eight cases of wipes. And I pull right up to the soup kitchen and I pop my trunk. And I, I feel very satisfied that now that Friday they're going to have diapers to give out. Um, when I see those moms line up with their babies, some of them newborns with no diapers, it breaks my heart. So I think that's probably my, my favorite event. Um, I will tell you a funny story. Last year, um, you know, post-COVID, a lot of people didn't have time to bring physical turkeys to the soup kitchen. So they were giving public gift cards, you know, which we're, they're very thankful for. So um, it was like, you know, a couple of days before they had to give out turkeys and uh, Marlene had all these public skip cards and she's like, I need turkeys. So I went on a hunt to these different publixes and I don't know if you know, but there was kind of a shortage of the turkey with all everything that went on with COVID. So I was trying to buy like 30 turkeys at a time and um, they were giving me a hard time. And I'm like, I'm not buying this for myself. It is the soup kitchen. I would have to get the manager. I would have to explain to him what I was doing. I think I went to six different Publixes last year just to round up all the turkeys. Um, and it was pretty comical because, you know, um, I'm a very outgoing person. So, you know, I think by the time I, you know, got to the sixth place, the manager was like, yeah, we, we heard that you were coming. <laughs> so- <laughs> Well, uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, That's you know, uh, uh, some conversations would be good, you know, over a cup of coffee instead of the podcast. But I can't resist you, you know, talking about the turkeys. My project for about the last six months has been to uh, to order one thousand turkeys, 
and I and I went, you know, to to Whole Foods and and Winn Dixie and Sprouts and of course Publix. Anyway, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and just the other day we got the call that they are going to they're not donate and you know but what they're do but since you mentioned it's not easy even 30 turkeys uh anyway with they're giving a you know providing us uh with 1000 turkeys that now that is wonderful so, that is and so that took wonderful. 6 months right yeah that is so wonderful and uh, marlene already is having a shirt made for me that says the soup kitchen so that if I have to go on errands again this year, I at least have a shirt that says where I'm coming from. <laughs> oh, what a good idea. Yes. That's a great idea because, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I don't have a business card. I need, you know, so, yeah. so I, I think that's a really good idea. Uh, to to have a, a, a soup kitchen shirt. Is it going to have your name on it? I don't know. I, I didn't really ask specifics, but, um, you know. Well, Marlene is listening uh, <laughs> to this podcast. I would like a soup kitchen shirt with my name on it and Jill. And, um, it, and I'll, we'll even pay for it, won't we, Jill? <laughs> Absolutely. There we go. All right. Great. So, uh, oh, uh, you mentioned the diapers. Yeah. And. You know, I'm an old promotion guy. So how can we how can we move forward without uh, uh, re reminding and and letting the listeners know that they can donate diapers? Right. So easy because uh, the soup kitchen has a wish list on Amazon. They do, and I yeah. Really Go ahead. You know, you if, if if you if you know all the details. Let everyone know how they can go on, even if it's a box. Yeah. You don't have to donate 16 cases like you did, no, no, but a box. So I think there's, you know, a lot of ways people can donate. Um, they can literally have um, an Instacart or a shipped order deliver diapers to the soup kitchen. They just have to make sure they go to the soup kitchen and not the carrot out location because right. there has been confusion. Um, they can do Amazon. Amazon's wish list for the soup kitchen. There's a lot of different ways um, that they can donate diapers. And um, before I forget, I do want to add something I think is really great um, this year. Um, Sunset Palms is um, donating some old books. Um, there's some new guidance that I think of a book is older than 10 years. It has to come out of circulation. So we have about 800 books that are going to be given out um, during the turkey drive and during the toy drive at the soup kitchen. So I'm also very excited about that. So I didn't want to forget to mention it because I'm going to be picking up the books next week from the school. So I think just terrific. Yes. Just terrific. Yes. It, it, a real pleasure. I don't believe that we've met. Of course, I see Paris at the board meetings and yes. he, he's just, you know, phenomenal guy. And I mean, talk about someone with a heart, uh, you know, on his sleeve. Yeah. He, he just is uh, extra, uh, compassionate and and sweet and funny and knowledgeable. Yes. And um and uh, uh, Jill, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Thank You're you. You're very, very inspiring, and I hope from this podcast that number one, the soup kitchen gets a lot of diapers, um, and maybe uh, you you have even um, uh, inspired uh, one or many people to volunteer, to stop by. They love giving tours. I know you know that. They live so if you stop by the soup kitchen, you know, between nine and one, 
um, uh, they love to show off what they do because it's also great. Yeah, and it's a great way for especially the teenagers to get service hours. And um, it really shows them a different perspective of life. And I think it's a great opportunity. I know there's a lot of middle schoolers and teenagers that, um, you know, need service hours. So I think it's another great opportunity for folks in the community. Well, happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays. Thank you. And I will look forward to seeing you. And when we both get our shirts with our name on it, um, (laughs) I was going to say we'd parade in front of the soup kitchen, but then 398 other volunteers will want a shirt with their name on it. Yeah, so, I'm sure that that Marlene is uh, can't wait to say that you know that. What are we going to do about the other 398 people? <laughs> anyway, Jill, a, a real pleasure. Best of luck with your kids. Thank and, you. And everything you do. Thank you so much, Dick. Thanks for your time. I told you she was great. That was Jill Webb, and this is the Soup Kitchen Podcast. I'm Dick Syatt, and remember, please visit thesoupkitchen.org. You can find out about volunteering, donating, and all of the special programs we have. And thanks for listening.